Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. It's great to have you on the program, as always. This episode is brought to you by Zabo Apparel Company. You need some Browns gear for the playoffs? You know exactly where to go. S-Z-A-B-O Apparel. Com. Tonight's episode, Raleigh and I discuss our time at the game this past Sunday. We talk about the Browns in general, how we're feeling, where we're at, and then this upcoming game against the Steelers. Let's go. I still believe through the cold and through the heat, through the rain and through the tears, through the crowds and through the cheers. You can you ever hear this heater that I have on? No, but do you smell that? I don't smell anything. It smells like playoffs, Kevin. <laughs> Turn the music up. I knew that song was playing for a reason. Eleven and five in the hizzy. It's like watching all the cool kids go to the party for years and years you never got invited to, and you always wonder what goes on inside those parties. You know what girls are there. You know what dude showed up and then you finally get in and i don't know what to expect i can't wait my first invite to the cool party is a sunday night and i'm thrilled <laughs> want to hear a uh, let's hear go a, hey this episode's gonna be upbeat as a mother f word but do you want to hear a, a more accurate analogy i think not to yeah just in the spirit of yeah like analogies so you're in a crew and your nerd crew never gets invited to the party but then you and your your ragtag group of buddies, you come together. Now everybody in the school thinks you're so cool and you get invited. You got the invite. And then you find out like three-fourths of everybody in your crew that got you there has COVID. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then your, your wing team is out. Okay, I get yeah. it. I like that. But you still got to go out. You still got to party hard for the boys that can't be there because they want That's you true. to. Welcome back old new first time last time listeners to the dogs of war podcast if you haven't figured that out yet this is kevin i'm raleigh and we're going to the playoffs baby the cleveland browns are going to the playoffs like i never knew there was a week 17 or week eight whatever we're in right now 17 or 18 <laughs> yeah dude normally it's i always like... thought like i always thought new year's eve is like like december is the end of the year like new year's eve is like the end of it or, or it's like going into December at best, at best, the Browns have like a really, really slim margin of getting into the playoffs. Like they're not mathematically eliminated yet, but they're pretty much there. And it's or, like, that was the only time that was that. Yeah. Or if you knew that if we somehow squeaked by Baltimore or Pittsburgh, we could knock them out of the playoffs totally, even though we already been out since September, but yeah. we knew that if we could spoil someone else's playoffs. So that's what you start cheering for. But 
we're here, baby. We're not talking about who the coach is next year. We know who that is. Not talking about who the GM is going to be next year. We know who that is. Not talking about who the quarterback is going to be next year. We know who that is. Now, I don't want to get past Sunday just yet, but this is the most fun slash stress-free outside of the game, I mean, times we've ever had as a Browns fan. Fans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that actually, not to totally disagree with you, but I'm going to totally disagree with you. I'm like, you'd think that 11 and five, if, if, if you were to have told me last year, hey, you guys are going to go 11 and five this year, you think it's going to be stressful or not? I'd be like, hell no, that'd be awesome. Like, it'll be a layup the whole way. But it was just like, to the very damn end, it was so stressful. Like, every game mattered. Once again, uh, I, I think the only game that wasn't stressful was literally the Giants game, right? Where yes, we were just that was in the driver. From, yeah, from start to finish. Complete, yeah, absolutely. That's like the maybe the I mean, the Cowboys should have been that game. But they almost like gave it up and then eventually put it on him. But every game was stressful. And it's like, of course, it comes down to they, there. there's some stat of four teams that have 10 wins. One of them will not be in the playoffs. And it's just like, please don't let that be us again. But that's not us because we are in the playoffs. I'm just saying it was. How about stressful. speaking? You just reminded me that. I think this is the the only division now, maybe the first division ever, to have three 10 or 11 win teams, AFC North. I mean, yeah. we're not going to have – people always talk about easiest, hardest schedules. Our division alone will always give us one of the hardest schedules every year. Has to. Correct. Um, so there's none of this ever. I mean, we are in the hardest division maybe ever in football. I'm right here. Anyone who doesn't agree with that. I mean, nobody could disagree with that this year. It's – three teams with 10 plus wins and we all got 11 or more. Right. Yeah. yeah. So right. this is going to be a, I mean, outside of you know, big Ben's getting old, but I will never put it past the Pittsburgh Steelers to just drop to the very, this is not, this is not going to happen with the organization. They are, I mean, they've had three head coaches since they became a football team, but so big Ben aside, we got three young stud quarterbacks. Uh, oh, in my jets, three Heisman quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, they all, I guess they all three won it, huh? All of Heisman's, yeah. And then uh, we have two number one picks. I mean, this is like the conference with the t with so much talent for the foreseeable future. I, I don't want to hear about other, oh, well, this guy's in this, whatever. It, the AFC North is, is where it's at for a long time. I know, but, wood. It, but it's like, you say that, and I'm like, that doesn't even make me happy. I'm like, oh. No, I'm not oh, celebrating I know, it. I know. I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm so sick of it's been just 20, it's been 32, I don't know how many, whatever, how many years of people just talking down on Cleveland football. And right, I mean, we had nothing to back it up, right? Other than just being diehards and we're still going to cheer for our team. But now I guess we're just starting to finally, I'll say, put some respect on our name. Like those days are gone. Like those but, are so far in the rear view. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not jinxing it by I saying know, that. I'm talking about. I know, I know, I know. I'm talking about the attitude. Attitude. Oh yeah, the attitude for sure. The attitude is there. The coaching. I mean, yeah, you're. Right. I'm all in in confidence. I guess that's attitude. That's all I'm talking me. about. Yeah, but I do think that being in this goddamn division has just been such a. It wasn't doing the Browns any favors, and quite frankly, it still doesn't. Like having to play the Ravens, they're traditionally they've been traditionally great since they stole themselves from us, whatever since they came over uh the Steelers traditionally great 
And the Bengals, they have had a traditionally long history, well, since the early 2000s, whatever, of making it to the playoffs every other year. It's like, okay, now we're in that crew, but annoyingly, they're still there. Like, why can't we join goddamn Washington football team's division like just no, for a couple is, of years? We were talking about that, how it's it's typical Cleveland Cleveland sports luck to have every other team when we finally get good. Every other team is just fantastic, too, in the division. Yeah. But it was – did – tell me if this is true or, like, if you felt the same way. So – we make it to the playoffs. We make it to the playoffs. We have an 11-5 and five record. Incredible. Incredible, incredible. Cried for so many reasons. And then, like, within a couple of days, it's like, yeah, the head coach, he's got COVID. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. That would happen to us. But I'm not really that upset. So just- what, what? why don't we talk about – let's flip back, talk about Sunday's Pittsburgh game, and then we'll talk about this coming Sunday's Pittsburgh game. Yeah, it's a tale of two Pittsburghs. <laughs> That's a Very true. Is that a good episode name? What's it called again? A tale. Say it of again. Two, a tale of two Pittsburghs. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Because we are really playing a much different Pittsburgh team to an extent this coming Sunday. Yeah, That's from sick. a fans from a fans viewpoint. I don't know what it's like being a player. From a fans viewpoint, I feel like they're adding like ten players back, ten starters back on Sunday night while we're missing. Uh, however many players and 20 coaches. <laughs> Ronnie Harrison. Is Denzel back? Not sure. Wait, actually, we'll get there. I'm sorry. I'm, I just suggested a schedule and I threw us off it. So Sunday's game. You know, they say – you and I have been to two or three games now each this year. They say that the cap is 12,000. I don't know about you. There is a lot more than 12,000 people that look like it on Sunday in that stadium. I, I felt like it was, but – I don't know. It, it just looks it so much more like full. It. it was electric, for sure. It everybody was jacked. Like we were in the suite. <laughs> um, shout out the Mayfields. But I hope the players and I know they they talk about it. I, our players are smart. They do understand the history of the Cleveland Browns and they get it from all the fans. But still, what I feel bad for the most is that these, these the players who've never played in Cleveland before. Even the ones that have, because never been a playoff game like that or to get into. I just, I, I hate that they could not have felt the stadium literally burning, collapsing from the the, the fans. I, I, I think, I think they felt it. Like I, 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 can't, a, I, just, I just can't even imagine like, that that stadium literally may have burned down from the dog pound after we clinched. It's been the sa- literally the same people sitting in the dog pound for the last like forty years. They they're back. I, I, they don't change. Like none of the people in the they never change. So these people have literally seen it all and been through hell since. And they've been the same seat holders since pre uh, Ravens move. Yeah, well, I think the way they're looking at it is that we're not done, even though. God no, I like that too. I agree. Um, like I I think these guys they care, but they can't. Like immersing yourself in the emotions of the fans, I don't think that does really any favors. Like all it does is that, like, oh, you know what? I didn't want to win until I found out that Raleigh and Kevin no. are going to be suicidal. Um, so, and I'm not saying that you're not saying that. I'm just saying. Oh, I, I feel like I hear your side too. It, it's like the emotion that I felt. Well, I don't know what the players really felt. It's a good question. Do you think they were crying? No, I just, I- I know they were pumped, like like shit playoffs, like they were th- like they were losing their minds. I'm just saying, I wish that they and all of us 
could have felt the roar of that crowd for us going to the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. Like that would have been, you can't describe that. You can't pretend to even be in that. That's all. I'm not diminishing anything. I, they are on cloud nine as they should be, but I just still wish that cherry on top would have been that crowd for that moment. Do you think it's cooler? Do you think when we are like old and hopefully the world hasn't ended for whatever the hell is going on this past year Mm -hmm. or so, um, do you think years from now we'll be like, we were at that game? And there were only twelve thousand people allowed. We were there. <laughs> I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna make the best of that, and I'm gonna say that regardless. On the outside, whether or not I feel it on the inside is a different story. But I don't know. I felt the whole place was electric. We will absolutely be able to say years from now that we were at that game, the the COVID pandemic game, where we clinched with a sixth of the stadium there. Yes. 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 I look forward to that. That and like thank you we to our there. friends for doing that for us. <laughs> Shout out the Mayfields. Shout out Tom. Tom Seipel. Uh, I'm sure most of you listening, unless you're totally new. Well, if you're new, you're probably that, he was the best part of Sunday. He was he was the best part of Sunday. That was the most magical thing I'd ever seen. And a lot of people in comments were like, Oh, I feel so bad for what's going on. It's like honestly, even the money raised for him. It was just like nothing compared to the happiness of that day, getting into the playoffs, uh, getting to shoot the stuff with Baker and Emily. Like the man felt like a king and it was so, so happy and contagious. And it was like a quote myself. It was like a Disney movie tailored for Browns fans. That is the absolute. I You haven't said that to me yet. So that's new. That yeah. is the perfect description for that day it's like to see tom siple and i said this again the other night if you don't know who we're talking about i don't know how you can at this point but tom siple you can look him up there'll be links in the episode description here he says at the end of every single one of them he says my message the reason why i want my story to go big is because i just want people to love one another that's all and he says it just so matter-of-factly and it's so such a simple idea that people just don't think about that much. And that's why I said, you know, uh, the beautiful thing about it when you have, you know, sports coming together with all this and is that's just, that's the message that he wants to push out. And that's why I'm so glad that the world gets to see and hear the story of Tom Slable because the world has never needed the story of Tom Slable more than right now. And so that's my, that's where I'm at. Agree. Well said a thousand percent. And we were, fortunate enough honored enough to be there with him but on the lighter side god bless america when that game got close i was like please oh man please (laughs) hey god it's me raleigh tom's here please 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 just give him and then we won but i was like i please just don't let us blow a 15 point lead please just please and the uh, Lord delivered. I was hiding behind something when, like, one of the, it was an onside kick or something. I, I was, there's like, I mean, it was a clear piece of glass frame, but I like ducked down and was literally just tucked away because, same reason. Um, God, I forgot there was an onside hey, kick. Yeah, that, that's, there's that plexiglass up there. Like, I just like held on to the top and just kneeled down behind it. And I can still see the field, but it, I, I just, I'm a loser and that's okay. I'm okay with that. It's okay. We can't all be Tom Siples. Um, just kidding. You're 
You're you know, figure. oh man, you know, we've got we, we got to find out how to get more or just make more of these disciples strong wristbands. Oh, yeah, he was handing mine. out. You weren't, yeah, here? we got oh, absolutely. This ain't coming off. Why, why don't why weren't we? We should ask Tom that he needs to make shirts or something. Disciples, disciples of Tom, D E S. Well, well, considering he's a missionary, he'd probably take that as a sacrilegious false god or, then fine then just disciples we'll both disciple you know what i mean like lowercase de capital disciple yes something like that we'll talk about it yeah i'm sure he's got to have an agent and manager by now yeah it's that's all it's, it, all of this stuff started going down like friday night which is less than a week ago but back to the browns good stuff tom thank you the browns for pulling it off getting to the playoffs greatest weekend of all time God, I absolutely hope they can come together, but whether or not, I don't care what the score is. It's like all of this stuff. Joel Batonio, it sucks him getting COVID. Kevin Stefanski, yeah. that really sucks. But I'm also like, why can't they get him like a, you know, like a uh, a hazmat suit and let him call plays or something from inside of it with oxygen or like put him on a. If you guys set up Eddie Brown's players listening, if you guys can get somebody to set up. uh like an iPad on a big stick and put Stefanski on one side. Like we'll walk around and we'll hold that. No, we got to get him down. We got to get him one of those lifts, those lifts that like painters, construction guys use and just have him go on to one of the lower ends and just raise himself up. So he's out of the stadium. Look like a cherry picker, like a cherry picker thing. Yeah. One of those things or yeah, like on top of a truck or the ones that they have like, (laughs) he always just kind of like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's like you can't be coached from the top of the the nosebleeds. Um, like, would he be talking through the oh, iPad? Oh, he's got a headset. He's got a, he's got a headset on, but he's outside of the stadium in like a crane thing. It's perfect. Oh, but, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. So my things on this is, first of all, we said this on the podcast the other night. By the way, if you haven't listened to our – interview with Wyatt Tyler and his fiance Carly. It's the episode before this. You'll thoroughly enjoy it. Hell of a time. Hell of a couple. I can't wait to do that again. But back to what I was saying. First of all, if you were even surprised, you could there's a difference. Okay. You can be very pissed, angry, sad, whatever. But if you were surprised by any of this news that Stefanski and Betonio and not just that, I mean, just in general, that something like this happened. This nothing is able, nothing hurts us anymore. Yeah. It, it's been, you, it, it can't, I'm numb to anything. That being said, yeah, it sucks. Betonio is the longest tenured Brown. He's been through hell. He, he was here for one in 31. So like Treader said the other night of the, on the podcast, you know, no one deserves it more than him to be at that game. So it sucks. He's also a big leader. He's a hell of a player, obviously. Well, Stefanski. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her, tell her. Why do I keep saying Shredder? Oh, they're both T names, sick linemen. My bad, my bad. It's okay. Stefanski's out. That's that's horrible. It's like one of the worst case scenarios. I understand that, right? He's a head coach. He's the one doing things on the fly in the games. He's been killing it. He should be coach of the year. I, I get that. That being said, this isn't like when we lost all the receivers and they had to bring in guys from the practice squad who had never seen the plays or any of that stuff before. Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt are in the same room together, probably what, 20 hours a day, six days a week. Those things they wear on their heads, y'all, they're called headsets. Stefanski, Alex Van Pelt, and Baker are on the same headset. 
24-7. So it's not like Stefanski's out and we got to bring some guy in and teach him and train him what's going on. Van Pelt has been doing all of this all year long. It's not like – so what I'm thinking is it's not, it's not the same as when you lose a player and got to bring in a practice squad. There is no, you know, second string, third string. Like, AVP is there. He knows what's going on. So, yeah, losing all these coaches blows. And, yes, losing Stefanski blows because he's head coach for a reason. But we're not falling off a cliff here just because we got Van Pelt. And I'll tell you one thing for damn sure. No one's everyone understands anything can happen on Sunday. We're not like no one is here guaranteeing victory, but there's not a person in Cleveland, especially player or coach on that team, that's afraid of the Steelers team. I agree with that a thousand percent. No way. And I also think that, yeah, they are getting uh, TJ Watt back and uh, Maurice Pouncey or whatever, Marquise Pouncey. Um, But I also think Big Ben. Knock on wood, and I hope I don't eat my words. I think he's a liability. I think Mason Rudolph was playing a pretty damn good game, and he was moving. I don't see Big Ben moving like that. I don't see him making those throws. I mean, Big Ben is still a Hall of, Hall of Famer. Don't get me wrong, but if they can find a way to get to him, that's what this is going to come down to. And I, I think there's going to see some 40 chess from Stefanski. I don't think – I think they were throwing him off with changing the run series between – Kareem and uh, Chubb the way they were doing and I also think that <clears throat> what was the other one or whatever but, maybe just that maybe just that whatever well, and you remember Stefanski yes we're 11 and 5 for a reason Stefanski is also in every meeting this week writing the game plan it's like not like he's not doing that either so obviously yes it's you want your head coach there and yes it's a bit of a setback maybe but it's not like we fell off a cliff. We didn't lose our starting quarterback, knock on wood. We didn't, you know what I'm saying? It, it, there's much, much, much worse things that can affect the game. And the most important thing is there is a cliff for us to fall off. There is a cliff for us to fall off after week 17. So that's pretty sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got you 100%. Yeah. That was a but, sick analogy. Well, I was mediocre, but yeah. I'm excited to, you know, when the season ends, whenever that may be. I'm excited to really look back and just because we don't, I, I we can't do it now. Our brains aren't able to now, but just be able to kind of digest this whole season. Ah, uh, yeah, good stuff. Compared to years before, uh, we want to do. Look, we we we've talked about Pittsburgh. We've had two episodes dedicated to them. We've brought on their number one podcaster, who I still say that guy knows more about the Steelers than Eva than Eva does. We don't need to. Every Browns fan has seen them play now twice at least. So I want to go in there. There's no fans at the game. Just friends and family. So I like that. Yeah, so that's that. But that has absolutely nothing. I want to go in. No one's – I'm not – this is the first time. This is the least afraid of Pittsburgh I've ever been, ever, as a fan. Let's go in. Let's get physical. Let's get it done, and let's run some – We got to do predictions. No, that's what I mean. But let's do some crazy – You know damn well Stefanski is pulling some shit out of left field all game i read some tweet that he had like a in like the spring he put together like a uh did they describe it some like countermeasures in case the whole coaching staff gets covid and i'm like the guy's just unreal like putting together the doomsday book and now they're implementing it god i love him he's that's our coach no idea what uh, it, the it entails but hmm 
I'm going 24-21 Browns tie game. Then Parkey kicks that three at the end. Nice. I like that. Um, we got to put better positive vibes out there for Parkey. We don't do that enough. Yeah, no, he's a good dude. Um, I think that the Browns defense is going to come alive. I think they are going to rock Big Ben. I think Big Ronnie, ben, that hurts. Throw. Yeah, Ronnie. Ronnie hurts big time. I, Ronnie I, hurts I, a lot. Yeah, yeah. he's got COVID. Should we got Sandejo's back. At least we got one of our safeties back Sandejo there. Sandejo is going to come out like playing the game of his goddamn life. I hope he launches like a bull out of a gun. I, yeah. I It's got to happen. We have so many defensive touchdowns. We are going to pound the ball on the ground. Baker's going to go air raid style. So it's going to be both pounding the run and air raid. And I conservatively think it's going to be Browns 42 Steelers 13. That's fair. And hopefully we get uh, more of our secondary and linebackers back. That'd yeah. also be great. Uh, a pretty nice little help there. Oh, can we play that? So a couple of weeks ago we did the uh, Christmas album, dogs yeah. of War Christmas album. Can we play uh, a seller? Can we? Yeah, it's sick. Can we play playoff birth? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that does it for Raw. We're not for this week. Once again, Cyple Strong. You can see all the info in the episode description. We're not going to have the Friday five tomorrow. We're going to give you the Sunday five because we are the last game of the weekend. And let's call it the Friday five on Sunday. Friday five on Sunday. There you go. So we're going to give some content first thing in the morning. So you can have something to listen to. It's still going to be five minutes long. Sorry. Uh, we'll get the Muni Lab payphone fired up. Raleigh, what do you got? That's it. Just uh, in light of everything that's happening in the world today doesn't matter the browns are 11 and 5 and in the playoffs so love your friends love your families hopefully they're all browns fans if they're not it's okay you can still love them anyway uh, i think check out tom siples vlogs the stories about him and i think the guy just gets it and i hope more of us can get it and bring this country together we need a freaking time of healing, and we need a time of the Browns kicking the living shit out of the Steelers on Sunday. Kevin, what you got? That's all I got. Good night, Cleveland. Child must be made aware. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>